Sometimes you might feel trapped between the right and the left. No one listens when you say taxation is theft. But there's a place where people know harsh government brings tears. So grab some blue and Adrena Chrome. Let's make the timeline weird. Friends against government. Friends against government. Your very best That's friends. One. That's a good one. Thank Mine you. is 082413568. Now I'm a little bit hesitant to hand mine out because it seems a little bit uh, like a security breach of some sort. Well, that's why you just no. you know, don't give a real one. Oh. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> but my policy You're of imply <laughs> my honesty policy says I can't do that. <laughs> I, yeah, I've been checking my contracts, and uh, I don't know if I can do that. You're implying that people listen when Aaron's not on. That's true. Oh. These days, these days <laughs> they may not. Uh, yeah. How how are we doing? Are you how are you doing, Carl? Are you too horny to podcast? No, I, I calmed down. I, I got I ice bathed. Yeah. I calmed down real quick. Because yeah, we just that. did an episode about the hotties and noddies on the presidential list, and and I know yeah. Carr got very excited when I we got, got to got one yeah. of his favorite presidents, um, who I now can't remember the, the, the name hottie, of. He was he was the hotties Theodore, the hotties Theodore Roosevelt, right? Well, that's interesting oh, because wow. <laughs> that's really interesting because two out of the four of us said that T- Theodore Roosevelt was the top sexiest and because this is a different episode i'm not going to carry over my anger but the listeners probably are acquainted with how little of a fan of theodore roosevelt's personal aesthetic i am and how i would beat that bitch's ass if you asked me to or even if you didn't pretty sure you said you were going to shit on his mouth i'd shit in his mouth i would i'd i'd hit him with a shovel while his kids watched i would do lots of of terrible things to him a lot of anger yeah i hate that guy that guy's a loser and a dork and he looks like a little bitch in his in his rough riders outfit and that's what i'll have to say (laughs) for now all right so we we got a we got a we got a big one on here, right? We've got some. You, got, you got, Theodore, you said you got some some big changes that have come. Big news, the big, big changes. News? Car, I'm I'm pissed off, Bird. I'm pissed off. <laughs> Before so you get you pissed off, can quick. I tell you something that might make you very happy? Aaron okay. has said to relay a message to you, which is that he loves that you changed your profile and you're doing God. I believe he said God's work. The only God's troubling work. part of that being is that actually it's Aaron's work and not God. And that might be a little insight in where Aaron's mind is at. Uh, yeah. That it's his work. And also he's saying it's God's work. Right. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so there's, there's some troubling uh, insights there. I think that would be but, one of many things on our horizon, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> one of many trains coming down the tracks at us. Theodore, I why, did the best I could. Yeah, I did the best I could to support him. Why don't you efforts. give us uh, a reason to hope? <laughs> What's been going oh. on in your world? There's no reason to hope. I'm just really pissed off. So what Aaron's doing is great, and I supported it, but that's not why I'm here. I'm here because I'm absolutely pissed off, and I can't believe I didn't see it sooner. You guys know how I used to be non-political, apolitical, kind of like, oh, whatever goes, guys, you know? Yes. Yeah. 
All right, I, I've had enough of third parties. I'm done with them. Yeah. Okay. Me too. Yeah. What What the hell are people? It's It's like cosplaying, like like yeah. LARPing as politicians. They're stealing people's money. Yes. They're going and giving speeches. They're doing nothing. What the hell is going on, guys? Wow, I'm in. I'm in, Theodore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm All very right. much in, and it's been go. a thing I've wanted to talk about for quite a while. Here the the illusion go. of politics that we now need to talk about. Let's do it. It really is. <clears throat> and before we get into it, I've almost oh Carson, yes. Yeah, I, I'm gonna tip my I'm gonna tip my hand a little bit uh, here. I I have almost come around, and this is gonna this is gonna throw a couple of people out of the chair uh, initially. I've almost come around to liking Nick Sarwalk because he's so bad that he's at that. No. It's like if you're still ta- getting tangled up with that, like it's kind of your own fault. Come on, that video of him chopping the tree. It's insane. It's it's he's a, like, he's, it's a joke. I'm appreciating him. It's as, satire. I'm appreciating him as a troll. It's satire. Yeah, yeah. It's satire. Yeah. I don't know how many people picked up on that, but it's it's clearly satire and the best part were some of his responses <laughs> like the one that cracked me up was somebody said why are you using an axe when you could just dig it out and and he goes the shovels in storage <laughs> <laughs> and, and that is <laughs> it's so good it's just so yeah. funny how so anyway, shout out to Nick Sarwark. I've said a lot of terrible things about you that I will not take back. I'm glad you're gone, but you're hilarious. <laughs> you're you, that's a good joke there. Uh, I could get really into this, Theodore. Where'd you want to go? Like, where do you want to start? I just want to start with the idea that I tried to get along with everybody for the past few years yeah. and try to make as many friends as I can. Yeah. And I found plenty of supporters on Twitter, plenty of detractors that sure. we have crushed. Yeah. But there's this other group of people that agree with me mm-hmm. and then just go off the deep end in terms of doing anything about it. And I'm yeah. watching these healthy, smart people waste their lives and create a mockery of themselves. Yeah. He's not talking about us, Bird, is he? No. Uh, well, <laughs> he might have been talking about me from a, two months ago, but not me today. <laughs> I just want to make sure we weren't getting ambushed on our own. No, show. after the after that cave incident, I'm out. I'm pretty much out <laughs> as well. Yeah, I'm out of the whole, this thing is a lie. People are lazy and most of them aren't worth saving. (laughs) I was, yeah, you you, you took us down a dark path, man. Yeah, Yeah. I, yeah, it's, um, politics by its very nature is elitist and that entails people being completely disaffected by it, saying they want things to be done, but the system is too difficult to get anything done. The system doesn't afford people other alternative means to do anything unless they really want to risk their whole lives doing it like an armed protest or something more serious than that but there's no way in this system to do anything that this system hasn't already accounted for or doomed us to and so i don't see a reason why we should do anything with politics other than suck as much wealth out of it as possible until everybody stops paying stop paying taxes stop it and then you won't feel so bad. Get it for everything it's worth. Have them take out loans on other countries' money. They don't do anything other than steal, <laughs> rob, and destroy. And since they're here, I mean, that's all they're going to keep doing. And I really don't want to participate it at all. I'm, I, I'm so disaffected by it. Please, someone join me in this. I'm already there. Theodore is... Bird, I'm, I'm, I'm cool... 
yeah, I'm I'm the one who's a little off the deep end compared to you guys because I will tell you first of all, I've done a lot of thought and I've met a lot of people, especially a lot of smart anarchists, smart agorists, and there's definitely a very a good argument to be made about dropping out of this thing, preserving yourself, your family, and separating yourself as much as possible from the government. And my homies, don't forget my homies because people always forget it's not just your family, your homies too. You got to protect your homies. It's very important. <laughs> A little knock of wisdom, <laughs> little wisdom for you. So I, I'm not addressing those people, which those people, right? Which <laughs> you people, we all know who I'm talking about. Of course, you people. Um, but people who are have really done some thought and some study and just want to go to a farm and separate themselves from what we see as the course of nature of society. I get it, but for those people, I just have to let them go, man. It's the same thing as before. If you're not into uh, government, or at least see it as some method of controlling power, you're not going to be into crowdfunding government or my solution for what to do with third parties. Mm-hmm. You might yeah, call I it a final I solution. That, that seemed uh, like that was at the outset something you'd made very clear. Yeah. I mean, I think that the, that's a mutual letting go. You know, yeah. I, I think that's beneficial yeah, yeah. for everybody because it's just different goals. I, you know, I don't know. I because I, I, no, I, I always saw people arguing with you, like online, like, arguing with the fundamental point that you were trying to make, which is like, why are you, you clearly don't agree with that fundamental point. So why are you arguing with the other, you know what I mean? Anarchists seem to get very stuck up on that stuff. It's been really coming to an end lately. It seems like it's kind of a fact now on the internet that taxes are stupid. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, particularly now that they're printing, you know, X, whatever yeah quadrillion dollars a second yeah you know, clearly tax rocket. dollars don't actually equal the amount of dollars they're printing <laughs> yeah. anymore so, so how yeah, much more and more people are being like uh why well, are this, we getting taxed this is that post capital <laughs> dude this is that post-capitalism thing i've been trying to tell you about this there's, yeah. there's some weird window of time where we can just suck all this shit out yeah, i don't know before yeah, it blows bizarre, up <laughs> yeah, yeah it's crazy yeah. and i'm all and i'm here for it man i'm yeah. here for it you fucking take every last yeah get it get it now it's crazy down. right like imagine two when did we start this 2018 well imagine around that time us saying that everybody would be yeah, like what are you talking about like that's theft nowadays yeah. It's like everybody goes, I don't know, is it? Because they just but, are printing it. Like it, and, they, I'll they, t- and, I'll, and I'll tell you why. Yeah, I t- and I'll tell you why. I think because it's on now, right? Yeah. Like, I think I think you can I see. You, yeah, the end, right? You can you can kind of see it, and yeah. it, it's, it's the same kind of vibe as if you know France is and Germany are are, oh, are amassing troops along the border, oh. and, and, and for and for. And for like a long time, it's like, hey, bro, don't don't like shoot over there. Like we're just, you yeah. know, this is defensive efforts, yeah. this is defensive efforts. But then as soon as it breaks out, it's fucking on. And wow. it's like, take everything you fucking can. You, and I think that's, I think there's a lot to that. There's like a run. Isn't that called a run? Like, it, yeah, well, when, I mean, when, a run on a bank, but yeah. Yes, yes. I'm saying, but on a bank, like yeah. when people seek security by yeah. taking, taking, taking yeah. wealth, yeah. that's a run. So yeah. are we seeing like a... Like a, I think so. I, yeah, I mean, like a culture it, run. There's like upheaval, and there's yeah. upheaval that that well, that's likely not going to get resolved. Ooh, it's exciting. People, <laughs> yeah, I mean, fucking go out there and get every red cent. I want every everybody who is liberty minded to have as wow. much money as possible. Throw a little bit of money in the Bitcoin while you're at it, because that thing is yeah, doing right? very nice lately. It yeah. seems very nice. Uh, yeah, it's that. That's so creepy that you say that because yeah, I I believe that. And Theodore, you're on board with this too. You see the writing on the wall here. 
that's that's the crazy part actually and i think that's what's motivated me to make this pivot is the idea of being worried about fiscal policy is mm. over yes. no yeah it's completely done completely isn't done. that crazy i'm rooting it on oh, God. i'm rooting it yeah on. That, but, but that was my people, thing guys that's my right. thing oh that's true yeah that's true yeah oh yeah that's the, the, right that kind of like that was always you yeah. like, totally torpedoes your entire yeah what guys if we don't take care of this eventually we're going to be borrowing like four trillion a year and the budget's going to be like eight trillion we're there did we now i have <laughs> a question did we borrow did money we no we didn't borrow the money we printed right we literally just printed we didn't borrow anything no we actually did also borrow a lot of it technically to ourselves yes uh, yes but i mean to ourselves we didn't borrow to a yeah. foreign nation so we now we we figured out that we can borrow to our to infinity basically yeah what sure. the fuck? <laughs> uh, what does it mean? <laughs> what does it mean? I was always telling you guys economics was fake, and I didn't really know what that truly would feel like. But now that we're talking about this, I'm kind of having a panic attack here. This is fake, fake, fake. Yeah, fake. this is crazy. So yeah, it's nope. so fiscal policy is torpedoed. So where are we now with crowdfunded government? I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't matter that we need to balance the budgets. That was my, my whole thing was eventually we had to figure out a way to make tough decisions. And the best way to do that is to let the market of dollars figure out what's actually important that government does. Nobody told me you <laughs> can just borrow more than oh, the yeah. taxes we brought in last year. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We are fucked. We yeah, dude. <laughs> well, the, the, well, no, no, no. Fucked. But the, that's the that's – the, the, We might not I'll, be. I'll offer the glimmer of optimism on it. We're not fucked. The legacy right. systems are fucked. Yeah, you're right. And that's a good thing. Yeah, most of the time in these empire collapses, the people are don't their lives are just the same. Yeah. yeah. It's well, just going to be weird. Well, I don't know, yeah, in most it's, empire it's be weird for a while, yeah. Yeah, we're going to it's definitely going to get a lot like the Caucasus for a while. Yeah. If, if I'm reading this right, we I think we're set to run a 3 trillion dollar budget deficit this year and that's Booyah. just Jeez. at, Booyah, at oh now. God. Like that's just now. Booyah. And I'm pretty sure that the total global money supply is like 84 trillion so or 85 trillion. That's like that's a shitload. We better figure out how to print shit for no money. <laughs> yeah. Real quick. Real quick. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So what? What's your What's your pivot? What's your move? How are you going to deal with this? Uh, deal with this monetary uh, just like uh, uh, explosion? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of putting the actual pimping of crowdfunded government on hold because I don't really understand what it is that I'm <laughs> trying to prevent anymore. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. So it kind of happened. It kind of all failed at once, and we are watching it in slow motion. And history will see this as a hockey stick graph. You know, yeah. in terms of what mm. just happened. Yeah, I think so too. And we're going day to day, like, well, inflation is low, gas is relatively stable, right? But this is what it looks like when you're we, in the middle of it. We might, we the MMT people, don't they say that we won't see significant inflation? What if they're right about that too? What if it's aliens? Well, <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the interesting part is that it's like how long? Yeah, can right. Just balancing the ledger, right? Uh, can, can you uh, theoretically go forever like this? In a, can, well, I don't. Yeah, obviously, I don't think you can go forever. But well, how long know. can that inflate? How long can that inflation hide? How long? The, how long can it hide? And there were the the rising cost of day to day living. You know, day to day living stuff um, isn't drastically affected on a Carl, you know month to month basis. Where in that little magic that you just did? What is what about like? Are there no systems of technology that can continue to mitigate this situation? Well, I suppose 
you know, theoretically, and so the short answer is I, no, but I, I mean, theoretically. Is that if, why is it no? Is because in theory, no? Well, to to have it balance out in theory, I think that you, the productive ability mm. of, I'll just say, our economy would have to be advancing faster than they're printing money, right? For it right. to balance out the inflation, to, to the monetary okay. inflation, sure. to where the cost of, of goods and services were, would, would stagnate. Right. So we, so we need to, what you, oh man, I love it. Okay. Let's keep going. Let's follow this train. So what you're saying is that in order for us not to be dragged into hell, we have to keep buying and producing and printing, right? We got to keep going burr, right? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, tell me we got to go burr. Let me, okay. Well, yeah. Well, I think that, I think that's the way to get, I honestly, I think that's the best way out right now. It's it's not going to save the old system. The old system is going to fucking burn in a dump. Theoretically, if you, if you were to cut, if you were, if the, if technological advances were to cut, were to be able to cut the, uh, the, the cost of making uh, an enchilada Mm -hmm. uh, in half uh, over the course of a year, Mm -hmm. and you were to print twice the monetary supply in that year, and maybe you get what I'm saying. Yes, I do. Technically, the the, the cost of the enchilada would remain the same to the consumer. I Uh, listen, man, I really, and it's not, I don't, I'm not saying this for any positive reasons. I'm saying it for precisely negative reasons. Like, I don't know why, but I, I'm really starting to think economics is fake. Like, I'm really starting, it's getting to the point where it's like, well, I thought they, they told me when I entered the black hole I was supposed to die, and I've been in this thing for a few minutes now, and yeah. I'm just getting stretched. <laughs> and Well, and, man. You know what I mean? It's something me and Jacob, it's, it's something me and Jacob from Tasting Anarchy talk about, like, all, all the fucking time. Like, we, we, we both kind of thought it was the end in 2008. Like, yeah. there's no way they could hold it together. And yeah. yep, now, yep. now it's, I mean... But the even weirder thing is, but the even weirder thing is, humanity's never ended because of economics, obviously. So what no, does no, no, the, no, but no, 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 no obviously, not. obviously, it, it, it'll I, be a rebirth. I, yes, it'll be exactly. But yeah, no, I, I don't think there's a whole lot. There's going to be turbulence, but I think that by and large, we have a lot of systems in place that are going to make this a great transition. <laughs> I I love that optimism, dude. I really hope so. I I almost yeah. agree with you. I think I might I might still be just boned up from the presidential one that we just. I made. don't know, man. I I tend to, I <laughs> tend to believe that this. This whatever we're in is going to get like Dionysian, like it's gonna start getting like you like euphoria and terror will start mixing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like things are going to start hyperizing at some point. But I think everybody's kind of realized that because we all knew where this stage of I'm just gonna say things were going. Yeah, this stage of production versus relationship was going. It was always going to eventually spiral into this uncontrolled thing. And I don't know where it goes next, but it's probably going to be pretty fucking cool. And it's also going to go there regardless. So, Yo, yeah, yeah, for sure. We'll yeah, we, that's, 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 I think, the, the, the thing that uh, we, I say we, you know, just general we should probably understand is that no, no ability. We don't this. matter no. all that. Like you yeah. don't have to worry yourself taking a position on this or that. Yeah. Go get money as much yeah, as you can cash. and fucking you know, de- deal with it. Like, because all of this stuff is happening regardless of what your particular thoughts on it are. Yeah. Um, and so just don't okay. worry yourself on fucking, like, don't spend, you know, 40 hours on Twitter trying to figure out whether you should be taking a unemployment check or not. Like who cares? Like, you know, it's, it's uh, the system was so fucked right. to begin with that. Yeah. Just fucking do it. Like, go fucking get money, man. It's, it's, it's all fake. Uh, yeah. 
Economics is fake. It, it's economics is uh, fake. Economics is fake. Oh, man, I got it. Now it's funny because it's not fake in the sense that, of course, in the system, it's very much real. But but what I'm suggesting is I we're definitely hitting the point where I think we're breaking through this system. In like how the, the legacy the legacy economic system is fake and and yeah. therefore it was doomed to fail. Yeah, and in a way. Now we will move to a system, hopefully, of honest accounting for goods and services rendered. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like I'm the dumb cave dweller and you're Elon Musk, but we both have the same, vi- <laughs> but we both have the same vision about how the universe yeah. works. <laughs> it's just different ways of saying it. Car, thank yeah. you for being the smarter, supportive of the two of us in economics, because they're going to come for, for me. Once, for once, I'm, 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 I'm careening on from stage left as the smart one on the podcast. <laughs> no, no. You're, well, that's, no, let's, mm, I don't know. If you see some of our comments, that's not really that unexpected, but uh yeah i don't know it's it i can't defend this from an economic perspective i can only tell you that psychologically and culturally there's clearly something wrong <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think i think we are in we're sick. what i we're would sick. what i would yeah it's it's the upheaval whatever you want to call it yeah. it's when the it's when the war breaks out and there the the nap or whatever kind of goes out the window in terms of any of the combatants and by you being in the system you are kind of a combatant it's like go just fucking get your money like get out there's no there's no time in western history where what is going to happen has happened before and that is not to the scale that not not no to not to well not to the scale and not with the tech not like you could go okay roman empire which right. when the roman empire True. collapsed it people at the time knew <laughs> like, like like 10 years later people were like holy shit <laughs> it's gone yeah. it really is gone but now I don't know. They, they didn't really have computers back then and fucking 3D printers. And, and you know what I mean? So it's going to be a really interesting oh, well, blossoming. They're, they're, and their collapse was more physical because it had to be in that type of world. Yes. Now we're in the information age and yes. it's less physical. And it's more just like you're it, looking around yeah. and you're watching what people are believing and what people yes. are transmitting, what people are receiving. And you're yeah. like, oh, my God, like we are just breaking the fuck yeah, apart. The like infrastructure. People, people are just holding. Yeah. People are holding just such significantly different realities. Yes. And um and and our productive pa- capacity just got kneecapped. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 a weird weird time. Yeah. Uh, well, imagine living in Chicago. We just had more oh, rounds nice. of riots. I you're it in is, Chicago, uh, too. It's oh. the second week of August, and I couldn't take the train because they shut down all the bridges leading to downtown to try to trap all the people who were How uh, looting and rioting last night. How much longer does this go on before some? I don't know, boys. I don't know, but I'm telling you, Nazi. Some Nazi accelerationist goes. This is my time, and forty or fifty marchers are dead, and we don't and we don't come back from that because that's one of those events that they go. Oh, this is like the Odessa steps. This is like two hundred people are dead, and the Russian Revolution started because of it. Like we're gonna hit the point where I, I, I can't see people calming down. Is Joe Biden gonna calm the right down? Oh my God! And you have to worry oh about the right, not the left. The left is gonna keep doing this nonsense because yeah. ultimately they are in control. That that progressive left is well in control, and what you're seeing as far as rioting is actually the means by which change is made, and that's a, that's just how it works for them. Watch these fucking right wingers. Wait until these. Yeah, if they these, if they fucking freak out. Oh yeah! Wait yeah. till these right wingers who are now they're jobless for eight months, nine months. Yeah. Joe, Joe Biden yeah. just got elected and and is now basically taking more money out of their paychecks. They can't find work, but they got a gun. Wait for it. Something. It, it's this. I cannot see, and I'm not wishing for it. I'm simply acknowledging something I think is going to happen. Um, and 
that's what I see. What I mean, you know what I mean? Like I, I see, I can't see the economics. I don't know it, but I totally see a culture that it can't possibly keep going this way. Just can't. No way. Wow. So you're talking about instead of any economics, gold and silver, you're just talking about straight up lead. Yeah. I mean, well, we, like Cora said, we're seeing a breakdown. Like we used to, like he said, it used to be a physical cult. There was a physical collapse where yeah. it was accompanied yeah. by war and people burning villages down and looting and things like that. And we got some of that today, obviously. But this new collapse, because of the information age, because we're on the internet and we're all networked, and ultimately we probably interact more online with people than we do in real life with people, I think, a lot of us. And certainly a lot of our ideas are formed that way online. I think you're seeing sure. literally an ideological breakdown. You're seeing the information age's version of a physical war, collapse, looting, pillaging breakdown. I I also think there's a, a tremendous potential for the breakdown to, uh, uh, of confidence in these authority structures, whether it be the United States government or oh, yeah. or, or whatever, to happen quick enough to, to really mitigate a lot of the insanity where like, I mean, if all of a sudden um, groups of people were like, you know, I, I, we're just not in, we're just not into this. Like I, I we're not going to follow Like, like, like for example, if, if the U S and I don't know if this has happened. I know that there are people on the skeptical side that are in my, you know, close circle that I talk to all the time and, and probably those on, on the optimistic side. But I don't think there's ever been a time in my life where the confidence level in just power structures in general yeah. has been this low. And and particularly when you've pit, um, you know, state you know, this, I'm not, you know, I'm not a fan of any government, so I'm not a fan of state governments or anything like that. Um, but when you pit them against the federal government where the state governments are suffering at the hands of the federal governments, and then the local governments are suffering at the hands of the, the state governments. I mean, you start to, and, and not only that, but then business owners are literally faced with like, for instance, like, you know, a couple of bars around here and a couple, you know, many bars around the country or, and gyms and, and restaurants where they're like, they're faced with basically somebody's livelihood. Yeah. Um, and they're and they're telling them to shut down and they're like, my options are shut down, go out of business and, and never have the life that I want again or just operate illegally and just wait for them to physically shut me down. Those two start to look very, very 50, 50. Mm. Um, and damn, you know, and, and I think that there's a lot of that and, and the growing lack of ability to, I think we're, I think we're going to see a tremendous div. uh, I'm trying to think how to state this, uh, devaluation of the authority of the federal government from a lot of people almost by necessity in the coming year or two. I mean, not tomorrow. Man, car thinking, bro. I don't know. Yeah, bro. What are we doing, Theodore? What do we, how do we, well, do we here's the thing. This sucks us? because uh, here's the thing. Man, you guys are uh, everybody should really consider um, alternatives to the system because the system might be going down. It's definitely like the more I listen to agorists and anarchists who are understanding self-sufficiency, it's uh, something everybody should be paying attention to. I don't, I don't personally uh, have a good message on it, but uh, I certainly admit that um, the solutions appear to be individual-based as opposed to political uh, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah, I think you got it. 
you got to take a temperature. I mean, the, the solutions for me and Bird are very different. I'm in yes, a, yes. Uh, you know, a, you won't need to be in a commune. I will. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but I mean, I, I certainly am not in the belly, like in the belly of the beast, in the same way that you are. Although somebody, no, might I'm not. Look, look. Uh, yeah, it's, it's you know what? Can I say something? Actually, <laughs> there's a big perception that I am. Like a lot of people recently have been like, "Dude, New York is getting really crazy, huh?" Queens is fine. <laughs> it, mm. What is so amazing is wow. You, you know okay. they they say. I mean, we're not fine. We're all pissed off. I mean, we're we're not happy. But th- what you see on TV, and this is not Queens. Other than our breakdown of power, which I was dealing with, that was because we just got hit with a fucking storm from God. <laughs> but the generally, Queens is all right, and it's interesting to see that because there's a quote from somebody somewhere that I remember. It might have even just been a professor of mine who said that revolutions are fought on city blocks, and and he was right because I in my studying of the Russian Revolution fought on city blocks. There's like three cities where it took place and the rest of the country changed because of it. The, I'm in one of those situations now where the whole news media is telling me what's going on in New York is like things that we just haven't seen. Before. And it's not just New York, it's the cities, obviously. But uh, like the, what's going on in New York is like, holy shit, they're breaking down. They're crazy. And I don't notice any of that at all. None of it. I don't see any of that. So, But I believe like everybody else is seeing something that I'm not. So it's just interesting to see like there's a breakdown it where I am, and yet it doesn't. That's not the thing that I notice, because Queens is kind of, in a way, so culturally different from Manhattan to begin with. But also, Manhattan is the public forum. Manhattan is where you go to right. t- tear shit up, right? If you want to go and be seen or march, you go to Manhattan because it's gigantic, wide open streets. Um, you know what I mean? It's just great places for marching and things like that. But it's so interesting because it gives. I, like, I know a lot of people who've been in a lot of these protests. Most of them are in Queens. Most of them are from Queens, obviously. There's 5 million people in Queens, way more people in Queens. But they all go to Manhattan to air their dirty business. It's just interesting. It's super interesting what you see versus what you've been living. All right, so if you guys would like, I would like to take you into a more positive direction to uh, before we get some uh, the wheel spinning in the right direction here. Oh, yeah. Let's... Oh, yeah, dude. I'm Let's... a real dude with a positive attitude. Oh. <laughs> 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 I some of the some of the um, listeners are gonna get so, that reference. <laughs> I hope. Uh, go ahead, Theodore. So that that was fantastic, and I had no intention of going down that road because I've been staying very positive, positive and optimistic like recently. So I'm sure. glad you guys kind of let me really go down. Sure. Yeah. The into the darkness. Bring us I, out. Yeah. Yeah. We baptize you. We bring you down. You. We bring you back. Just so that you, you just so that you, because we have real realistic concerns. I'm sure you found them to be very reasonable. So now we, you can integrate those in. You can go, ah, but I have an answer to that. I don't have an answer to any of that. All I can tell you guys is what I'm doing because it's fun. Well, fuck. Okay. Ah. Keep two hands on the wheel. Shit. (laughs) 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 All right. Fine. What what have you got for us? I got something. So basically, uh, ignore everything involving agorism and, uh, you know, uh, basically self-sufficient okay. anarchy for a minute. Because okay. if you're into that, just go do it and stop even listening to podcasts. I mean, it's, yeah, it's probably right, and it's probably going to get ahead of the rush. So uh, if you're listening to podcasts, maybe you might be annoyed, like I am, by third parties because they seem to be a huge waste of time. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Okay. I just want to drag drag us back to right where I started before we jumped off the cliff. Yes. Yeah, sorry. I'm not. I just... <laughs> okay, guys, I just... I, I don't know if I can come back from that, because honestly, it's like, shoot, I really had to think about it for a few minutes there, and god damn it. Um, but, uh, I have that effect on people. <laughs> but like, like I said, I, I really don't know what I'm going on podcasts talking to people about with fiscal policy now that fiscal policy is dead. Sure. So I actually don't know what I'm doing with crowdfunded government. At, in the current iteration, it's pretty messed up. Like the system is going to work. We just print and borrow until it doesn't, mm-hmm. and it might last forever. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, um, I guess I've just been noticing that third parties are an absolute stain on the earth. They're stealing money from people, giving them false hope, and yes. they occupy like 1% or 2% of political offices across the country. Total uh, yep. Third parties need to go. Yep. So what I came up with, mm-hmm. guys, is a way for me to get myself on podcasts because I love podcasting. Um, I just don't have anything really to say because because fiscal policy is dead. Yeah. So oh, well, that, then you chose the perfect I, podcast. I think you don't really have a lot to say either. Just <laughs> <laughs> fucking come on and bullshit. Well, I, my my thinking was, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, that was actually a welcome relief because uh, sad, sad freaking times, man. I uh, but basically the idea that I had was, hey, I'm going to different podcasts. If you guys have or know of any, or if any listeners know of any third-party politicians or bigwigs that are going to be on podcasts, see if you can sneak me in for like five or ten minutes so I can talk. I, I want to ask some questions because okay. I feel like everybody's soft, everybody softballs these libertarian, uh, green, reform. Any time you get a third-party politician, they get softballs sure. from the hosts. And I, got st- I have serious questions. Not that I would be rude, but I think I have some questions that – if I can't come up with the answers to guys, you know, the first rule of being a good interrogator, lawyer, et cetera, is you ask a question you already know the answer to so that you can move along in your line of questioning. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I would be a terrible and, interrogator. <laughs> I mean, in general, you're supposed to have a plan and then you oh, have your yeah. gotcha well, moment where you, <laughs> well, you kind of yeah. twist you, them you like a pretzel in, or whatever. You are yeah. now in the upheaval, Theodore. You You'd be very surprised. Yeah. Very surprised how much of my life goes uh, about unplanned, Theodore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, mine, mine's extremely planned, and uh, <laughs> I'm planning this. Okay. I'm, oh, I'm man. planning that any time that people know a, a politician's going to be on that represents a third party, see if you can get me in there for five minutes. I just want to ask some questions and really get down to it. Basically, answer the question for me, why are people running for office even though they have no chance of winning statistically? Like, that, what in the hell are you doing? Yeah. That is my, that is always my first question is if you, if, can you guarantee that you will make the debate stage if it's primary? Can you guarantee that? They usually say yes, whatever. Can you guarantee that you'll compete in a presidency? They'll say no. They'll say no. You know what they'll say? Because I always said it. Well, it's about the platform, but wait a minute. If politics are fucking dead, what platform are you building? Where are you building it to stand on? Basically, you better take power right now or forget about right. it. Right. Is basically my message to anybody, anybody liberty minded. I'm yes. reaching out to you right now, telling you that if power is needed, talk is cheap and is ineffective. And yeah. anybody who believes that the goal of a political party is to give a message is insane. I am actually, to be honest with you, and that used to be my line, and I'm more or less there with you. It's, there's no. <laughs> Message for who? 10 people, 30 people. 
this isn't going to save the country. And it's not going to save your community either because you don't need to do that through politics. This is so your effort, Theodore, was in, in a way That's to save the political right. system. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm trying to at least try to save people who I think have a lot to contribute because people who choose to be third party politicians are pretty smart. They're usually pretty yep. principled. They've done a lot of studying to be a third party politician. They, sure. they are learned. And I want those people to put their power to good, which is normally, I would say it's evil, right? Oh my gosh, red, blue, rah, rah. Dude, if we took everybody in the third parties and spread them out, like just randomly throughout red and blue throughout yeah, the country and they said, listen, just yeah. don't, just, just don't mention yellow. Just be, be, represent your, your platform and then introduce little tweaks where you need to go along to get along, get elected, get power, get money and change what it means to be your in your county, in your yes. state, and eventually in your country. Yeah. And we can overwhelm the system. This is the only way I can think of saving it, guys. And like, like I said, I kind of just want to go plant some seeds somewhere. Yeah, I was going to say, like, 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 jump into, like, like, plant, like, t- say, what do you, like, like, do you think people should go out and just run without naming a party? No. Choose, choose R or D and I then agree. Yeah, just go with it. Yes. Just seriously, just yeah, get yeah, yeah. on, get on the debate stage get on in front of people and occasionally locally you're going to win power statistically if we if we cast all of them out there yeah statistically many of them would win power we would be better off creating never gonna a, a secret win power society third party no they would never they're not going to win Ooh. power running third party you'd be better off creating literally you'd be better off creating a, like a group of, of of people who agree on a platform but but use whatever means politically necessary to push to get that platform. If if you're in Texas, run at, on that platform as a Republican. If you're a, if you're in New York, run as a Democrat in the exact same thing. I actually agree with you that that would probably be more effective. So that's uh that's my crazy that that's my crazy idea because I really can't talk about crowdfunding government anymore. I think I've identified something logical that would really help politics and the country improve. So you, that's it, guys. That's I'm just here's trying my to question. So just that is politics worth saving, Theodore? Oh man, but Bert, I don't, I don't know, brother. It's like it's all really screwed up. But I've always said from the beginning, and I have to keep saying it that we can we can save this thing. We can turn the ship around. We just have to get the people in charge of the pocketbook as opposed to the politicians. What if that pocketbook never ends, dude? I don't know, but I don't know anymore. We're in the upheaval. Here's the thing. Do you need to control the pocketbook if it's limitless, functionally limitless, until this thing breaks down, which it will anyway? So how long can we... How Actually, it's not how long, it's how much. How much can we get? Is it worth saving politics by taking, the, by taking that purse, if the purse is unlimited... Then all you really need to do is control who controls the purse, and that is where the neo-reactionaries stand. And I don't know if I want to be with them. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it's if the if the money's unlimited, then control the people who are going to spend the money instead of trying to control the money. And that gets real crazy if you try and do that. Let's get a secret society so, together, boys. I think. Yeah, we already did. It's right here. It's not very secret. We're not we're not we're not, pu- we're not publishing this, right? <laughs> this is the secret the, the secret archives <laughs> the secret podcast it's true right. it's funny if you came up with a winning philosophy would you share it with anybody else 
<laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. That's the same thing about investment strategies. Like, why yeah, are right. people paying to get investment tips? Yeah, sure. Of course. Well, it's because I guess because it's a foot in, to, in the door to like, they, they probably give you t- like, okay tips, right? It's true. The only way you win is if you know a guy. Really? I mean... That's a very New York thing to say, I have to say. I mean, that's the stock market, it's politics, it's going to be money at some point, I mean, right? Like, the only way you really win is if you already know a guy who figured out how to win and he just teaches his secrets to you. Theodore, you're teaching your secrets to us. If politics is indeed worth saving, I agree with you. That would be a good way to spend your time. Just run on a fucking platform. It doesn't matter. Just... Push the ideas out there. It doesn't matter. Milk toast R. Milk toast D. Get yourself yeah. on the stage and differentiate yourself Change on tricky questions. Change what it questions. means to be a Republican. That's what the th- the what is it the three by five card right? That's how that really is. Is you start from inside and then you go out right? You, I don't know. I've never gotten a huge reception going. Oh, I'm a libertarian, which I'm not anymore. But when I was, I didn't get you know. I, oh, I'm a libertarian, and they go okay. You know, they don't go, oh, my God, what does that mean? Like, we all pretend like they were going to do, right? They don't do that. They go, oh, who cares? I don't give a shit because party politics is a fucking joke when there's only two winners in town. Who cares? Because uh, they're, I mean, they're far more realistic about it than people who think the third parties can win. So just go Democrat, go Republican. And when you go in there, I mean, this is what the socialists did. Because if you'll That's recall... Right. The Socialist Party of America existed. Eugene Debs. Shout out to you, Eugene Debs. You were pretty cool. Uh, he got uh, and jailed over it and blah, blah, blah. And that party disappeared. And so they said, okay, this is one thing that fascists and socialists are very good at is inserting themselves into discourses they weren't invited into in the first place. And that's precisely what they did. And they changed what it meant to be a Democrat to the point where today people say AOC is one side of the Democratic Party. Ten years ago, they would have said she was an entry as socialist. That's literally now, what was that moving still of, say. Was that movement of the Overton window due to her giving speeches and debates? Or was that her having power and proposing legislation and building coalitions? It was actually because she had a mob of miscreants children behind her who supported her. But, so yes, the second... That did help. The second one. It is the second one. Because ultimately, <laughs> shouting and screaming is how you get things done, it seems, uh, and how you change minds. Well, I mean, apparently. if that's the case, then my, 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 my third-party thesis would be wrong. Why is that? Um, because I think if she, if she would have lost the election, she, the, nothing about the Green New Deal would have had her name on it. She didn't, you know, that wasn't a, a defining debate moment for her or a platform, oh, right? She just ran, as, she ran as a milk toast. Yeah. She, she ran as, oh, yeah, those were good times. Remember those? Um, it was a yeah, good she, word. She just ran as a milk she just ran as a milk toast Democrat. That's the point I'm just trying to make. And then once she was in power, she like spread yes, her wings. And she's you're like, Look. right. You're right. She did. She took mm-hmm. Joe Crowley's position. That's right. Mm-hmm. She took a position from a guy who was in there for like 30 years, which all that signals to me is, well, he was only getting voted in because people were like, oh yeah, whatever. The guy who's in, he doesn't change much. And then one day an appealing, intelligent, new looking person comes in takes that seat over and you're right immediately after that the socialism came out like i not revealing too much i may or may not be or know someone who is in her district i don't know i don't notice shit like when she was running like it was alexandria ocasio cortez was a thing that was you know tacked up to windows 
doesn't, I mean, like, nobody knew her policies. Nobody knows any of these people's policies, generally, including me, a fucking political science major. Who cares? <laughs> they get in probably by appealing to those many people who they can vote in, in one particular area, like you just said, or like what Jake, shout out to Jake, is trying to do with Childerberg Town, is more or less seize the political seat by occupying the area, being the most powerful voting base in the area. That's what AOC did to win. She was a legendary door-to-door knocker, which literally Joe Crowley, you better believe, wasn't doing that. Door-to-door knocking actually gets these youths out to vote who never voted before. There's a lot of Olinsky-esque strategies that you can use to win and that libertarians could use to win and they should look into them more, but they hear Saul Alinsky and, and because, because a lot of libertarianism has been influenced by like 1970s Cold War propagandists, uh, they hear people like Saul Alinsky and they go, oh no. But then the anarchists who, you know, came from the libertarian side are like, oh no, Saul Alinsky is definitely something you people should be studying. Uh, so it's I don't literally know. The, the playbook being used. If you look at all of the rules for radicals, it's like almost every Genius. one of them is being used right now. Yeah, right now. And they're winning and, and they really are. And it's not because they're socialists. It's because those are really good fucking tools, really good tips, really good ways to win people over. The ideas literally don't matter. All you have to do is tell people your life will get better because and say how. And you don't have to lie. You can tell the truth. Your life will be better because you will have less taxes. Trump did this recently. Remember when he said, I'm going to defund the public schools, give the money to the parents. That was a weird, like, like, global. Everyone was like, that's a fucking good idea. (laughs) Everybody, everybody from the left to the right. You know, the only people who didn't like it were the fucking old Democrats. All you got to do is tell people it'll be better because I'll give you more money. And if that's how you win, what is the point of this shit? What's the point? What's the point? I think we could win an AOC way. I really do. Door to door. Occupy one small district that makes a lot of headlines in the news. That's there, right? I don't know. Could be. Could be. If you want if you were so inclined to do politics, I I say go buy yourself yeah, some that's, land. That's, out, that's, out that's in the, the reason I know I know Carr is probably a nuclear bomb over there right now, so I just want to say like I understand and uh, completely get that it, that's why I started this whole start Car, of the conversation. It's, it's, it's more likely that Carr's like gelatin than a new. He doesn't really get mad. He's he's probably like, man, I just want to print my guns and leave me alone. <laughs> Give me my Bitcoin and leave me alone. That's the other option, by the way, is you can certainly just do as you please, which I actually well, yeah, and I think that there, I, I don't think there there needs to be a whole lot of argument between no. the camps. I mean, because there's no point. Uh, no. Not at all. In fact, I see them as as allies. Basically, they're they're people who want to get they they just they they want to be on their own, and that's I don't understand how they're affecting. Like, isn't that great? People just doing their own thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, why would, why I would mean, I go against that? Yeah, you know, and it's like, I, I think most I think a lot of people in the in the political camp would look at us and say, well, that's like completely useless, and then vice versa. But at the end of the day, everybody kind of wants the same thing: be more or less left alone, and uh, you know, go out and. Go out and do it, I guess. Get it done. Yeah, get it done. Become an autonomist. Have fun. I'm going to try my best, guys. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to try to punch up and uh, see if I can uh, ask some tough questions to some third-party politicians on some podcasts. And punch uh, just up, have some punch fun. Because I, I got nothing to talk about, man. I, I got to find a new thing. You know? Hell yeah. <laughs> well, let, let's think about this. Let's find your new thing, okay? So, I mean, you still have to answer whether or not politics is worth saving. 
And if once you answer that, you can decide whether or not you go back into politics or you can really go off the deep end with me and we can start to do some crazy stuff, I think. We could come up with a couple of really weird white papers. A lot Just of really a tandem seat on the roller coaster ride that is Bird's Cave. I man, I got this idea for a book where we could just we could just write the craziest shit we want in it and print it out and people will buy it and they'll probably do with it what they do with every other book, not read it. And we'll get money Hell for yeah. doing that. Cause cause it's weird, but it don't matter. <laughs> There's no way to win. You just kinda Got to play. I'm going to go on a platform of books aren't real, just like uh, economics aren't real. In what way? Because I'll, I'll almost hop on board if you can yeah, sell just, it. They're just not real. Right. They just people buy them. They're not real. Huh. I've never read one, so. Yeah. Huh. How about that? Well, well what I'll tell you. How about on. that shadow on the wall, Mr. Bird? <laughs> well, let, let's hold on. Let me challenge you. All right. I have in my hand right now. What, what, listen to this. Yeah. Now, what is that? Cards. What is that? I'm going to ask you to close your eyes and yeah. then look again. Holy shit, it's a deck of cards. There's <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing there. They're wow. Real. <laughs> wow. That's a deck of cards in my hand. Holy crap. That's unbelievable. Not real. There is no book in my hands right now. That uh, is crazy. How'd you, how did you do that? Yeah. Wow. I, no, I didn't do anything. They've just never been real. Wow. Yeah. What? All, all I can say is, wow. Yeah, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Really wow. wow. Um, Theodore, do you, do you want to wow us with anything else? Do you have any facts that you want to tell us? Any information that you want us to know? No, the, the, the best... No, the best thing about this new thing is I don't have the facts and I don't want them. Like, I don't know Hell the percentage yeah. of it's all uh, political offices. Yeah. What yeah. about any facts like, about anything else that you know? Like... Uh, I don't know. Like, are you? What's your favorite candle scent? Oh, um, I was hoping you guys would give me a. Uh, I was hoping you guys were going to give me a reprieve on um, my my newfound appreciation of cryptids. Ah, let's go to cryptid then. As you may, as you may recall, when I first appeared, you guys yes. caught me completely off guard. I was a I was a new listener. And I listened okay. to two episodes, and you never went into cryptozoology. I had no idea what oh, the wow. show. Yes. Yeah, right. I had no idea what I was in for, and mm -hmm. so I had not yet developed a complex view of cryptozoology. Mm -hmm. Okay. Many such cases. Many such cases. Yes. So I, I really, uh, I, I really first would like to apologize because I, I did not list my favorite cryptid. No, no, that's fine. I don't and I don't accept your your apology just yet because I'd like to hear what your favorite cryptid is. Well, it's been it's been really really tough, but then because you know, I've been introduced to so many cool ones. Don't tell by, me don't know, tell me the... it's the Theodore Roosevelt. Don't tell me it's Theodore Roosevelt. <laughs> it's economics. <laughs> it's economics. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's ah! the best cryptid. The greatest no, I find... cryptid is economics. I actually <laughs> have a I actually have thought about it, and I have a legitimate answer for you guys based on my, literally, my favorite cryptid. I actually thought about it and went through, like, my history and life, and I thought about, like, what I think. Even though there's been a bunch of cool ones that I heard about, right, from okay. uh, Paz, you know? Yeah. Loch Ness Monster. Okay. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I realized that I was I watched like all those History Channel and Discovery Channel shit about Nessie. Like I watched like a hundred of those. Oh, it's cool. When I was growing up. Yeah. yeah. And I was sure that it, that something existed. You mm -hmm. know, like when I was uh. younger, I'm like, dude, there's just too much evidence. It's just it the 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 lock is so big that they just one day they're gonna catch this fucking thing. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, man. It, I mean, there's you know, there's a lot of stuff there. Nessie being one of but them. But the thing is, I've I've never heard a mainstream cryptid besides probably Bigfoot. You know, uh, you guys really, uh, I've I've never heard coverage of Nessie. I don't think. Am I? By us? Mm. Yeah. I think I have claimed Nessie is my favorite cryptid uh, on prior podcasts. I am. Uh, did you? Definitely not a, a Nessie fan. Uh, I'm pretty sure I did. Maybe with Jake and Oz. Uh, I don't know, but I've always liked Nessie. But you're right. They Nessie probably doesn't get adequate coverage on our show. No, think. it's not sexy. It's yeah. not. It's not new, and it's not being hunted by somebody in their free time. Yeah, that's true. That we yeah. that we like, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of like there's not a there's not a sexy relationship with Nessie, which I think it's really cool as hell, though, man. It's cool as hell. Deep cool Lake, hell. Scotland, fucking Lock. They really call it cool. Lock instead of Lake. That's great. It's that's foggy a lot, so foggy. There, there's plenty of ways so he can just hide all the time. Like he's always watching shit. Foggy you know? above water, foggy below water. You're always getting blurry images. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to make a, an, an appeal to the longtime Badcast listeners that I know that I apologize. I committed a sin um, and uh, I tried to come back for redemption for you guys. Hell yeah. Hell Redemption's yeah. always great. Hell yeah. So, Carr, I was thinking of doing something. Um, yeah. T t bending the mind a little bit, perhaps. Sure. Uh, we are talking about new ways of existing in this very strange world we live in, of course, right? So I figure <laughs> we're, always, we're always talking about that. We're exploring the left. We're exploring the right. We've explored Marx. We've explored Groucho Marx. We've watched a lot of yeah. television. We've done a lot of things on this podcast. I think what I'm going to do from now until I forget to do it again, um, I'm going to showcase when I feel like it a new ideology that I've discovered uh, that has usually probably has a Wikipedia article down so, in the cave. Well, whenever in the cave and the sky, some of these things really get down to the cave. So let me give you the first, I'm going to, this is what I'm going to give to you. I think I'm going to stick with specifically Marxist things because they, they always crack me up because they really, okay. are, they can do some, they can go wild with it. So this one's called spontaneism. Okay. But, okay. But specifically, hmm. but specifically, it is, it is, we're going to talk about the Maoist version. So let me explain to you what spontaneism is first. And then Go again, ahead. listeners, absorb, think about it. Maybe you're a spontaneist. Spontaneism hmm. is a revolutionary socialist tendency that believes that the social revolution can occur and should occur spontaneously from below by the working class itself without the aid or guidance of a vanguard party and that it cannot and should not be brought about by the actions of individuals such as professional revolutionaries or political parties who might attempt to foment such a revolution. In his work, What is to be Done, in 1902, Vladimir Lenin argued fiercely against revolutionary spontaneity as a dangerous revisionist concept that strips away the disciplined nature of Marxist political thought and leaves it arbitrary and ineffective. Rosa Luxemburg and the Spartacist League, which attempted to overturn capitalism, that's so silly, in 19, we're just going to overturn <laughs> this, guys, in 1919 German Revolution would become the main targets of Lenin's attacks after World War I. Let's talk specifically about Mao Spontex. <laughs> the ideology is called Mao Spontex. The term Mao Spontex 
refers to a political movement in the Marxist and libertarian movements in Western Europe from the 1960s to the 1970s. The neologism is, compo is composed of Maoist and revolutionary spontaneist. Thus, the complete and accurate writing would be Mao spontaneity. Mao Spontex came to represent an ideology promoting the ideas of Maoism along with some of the ideas from Marxism and Leninism, but rejecting the total idea of Marxism-Leninism in his work, What is to be Done? Especially criticizing as dated and criticizing spontaneity as rejected. The revolutionary party must be discussed always from a mass workers movement. Well, there you go. They're very spontaneous. Uh, they don't believe in political parties, and they're Marxists. they don't believe in economics. That's for sure. They <laughs> sure should don't. They probably don't believe in a three-course meal either. So let's. I really liked. I really liked the part where they they weren't in favor of spontaneity if it was going to lead to overthrowing the current one, though. They yeah. made sure to say like a little bit of spontaneity was good, but that was only because it was principled back then. Yeah, I so like I, not... I I come to love Lenin more and more every day because <laughs> because of just how honest he is. He's like, no, you can't be spontaneous in communism. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. We have a party for that. <laughs> All right. So shout out to you, Vladimir Lenin. Uh, <laughs> and with that, keep two hands on the horse carriage. What are we keeping on the? What are we doing? I think we keep it on the wheel for though. Keep two hands on the wheel. Keep two hands on the wheel. That's good. Oh, yes! Perfect. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs>